All right, welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. Um, we're a couple of days late recording this and getting this You're out. Busy but, this week. Yeah, I've been busy. I I um, changing roles and you know, life busy, bro. So we're talking about the village board meeting from Monday, January twenty third. And before we get started, my name is Eric Schwenk. I'm a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Who are you? This is Isabella. This is Isabella. Yep. I'm Kara Lambert. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Yep. And uh, this is, jeez, <laughs> Kitty. This is my house and um, my cat. Yep. And there's a couple more cats and a bird and some kids and a wife and everything else that's going on in a house. So if there's background noise, sorry. Uh, welcome. Uh, so yeah, let's get started. We um, we kicked off a couple of minutes late because we had a presentation about the um, high school's referendum. Referendum. Yep. So we're not going to get into that on this episode of the podcast. We may discuss it in, in the future. Um, we should just say one thing, that there are town halls that are going on. Do you have the dates of those? I don't have them in front of me. We're the worst. I Yeah. There, oh, there's, I have... So there's upcoming ones while she pulls that up. And I, and I also just want to say, if we do an episode about the high school, we're not for or against no. publicly as trustees. We get yes. to um, have our voice outside of it, but we also are cautious that this is a referendum that the voters get to decide, much like us in the upcoming election. And um, the we, next we MHS open house that. is February eighth uh, yep. at six thirty p.m. They also have one in March that I'm not sure of the date. They have two more others, but the February eighth one is the next one. Perfect. District one twenty website. D120.org. Check them out. There you go. Moving All right. On. So moving on, we did the attendance, the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, the um, the minutes. Uh, and then we moved into public commentary. There was a couple of people that spoke. I've got a couple of notes here. And um, the first was uh, Terry Voss, who is a former trustee, and she is the individual that filed the um, objections on a couple of individuals that are that are running for office. So we, we talked about that in a previous episode. So if that name sounds familiar, that's why. So Terry um, started off talking about how she's been a, a resident of Mundelein for 32 years. She's you know served her community in, in multiple different capacities over the years. And then she gave us some some um, allegations, if you will. Or information. I don't know. Information, yeah. So she has these backed up. She's she's um, she said that they're signed cited, cited, cited and signed sourced. affidavits and sourced um, allegations talking about trustee Kirsten Russell and his business practices. Yeah. Um, and that he owes outstanding money to businesses in town, individuals in town, owes um, $320,000 in rental debt for his business, didn't return equipment that his business had rented. Um, and the last one that she hit on was that the business owes money to the village of Mundelein for water. And she cited a law. I didn't get to write it down fast enough, but she did cite a law that says that if you owe your municipality money that you can't serve as a municipal officer right. um, after 30 days that you have to make good on that debt. Or resign. Or resign. Right. Right. So what stood out to me is very odd about this entire situation. And I'll step back and say that that uh, Terry Voss did have a conversation with, I don't actually, I don't know if she had one with Kirsten or not, um, but I, I, I guess so, because she did cite, 
that saying that he would sue her. Oh, if right, she, right, right. Yeah. You know, for defamation of character, which right. I will also say the threshold for defamation of character for a public official is like ridiculously <laughs> high. So, okay. Right. But that, that being aside, um, the mayor knew about this and Kirsten Russell knew about this. And then it came to the village board and Terry Voss spoke in public commentary and the village attorney was already prepared, had documents in front of her, had the law in front of her, had the law yeah, in front of her yeah, to yeah. read off of. I, I just found that very odd that this entire um, public commentary for, you know, Terry had a legal response already. Correct. Generated, I guess, if you will. Correct. I don't know if that's the right word. So that just really stood out to me and, and kind of bothered me. And it also came out during um, Kirsten Russell's objection hearing that he uses the same law firm that the village uses. Right. Uh, there's a printer right over here. So, uh, you oh, know, like we talked about in the house. Yeah. Noise. Welcome. Um, so it just kind of was was odd to me that that was already generated, that it was present. And I don't know if it, it came out of the mayor's conversation with the... Um, with the attorney prior to the meeting or perhaps Kirsten called his attorney and they share with the village, which to is me, weird. That's that seems weird. very improper. Um, Ultimately the lawyer did say that, you know, Kirsten is protected by his corporation and it's not him and, as an individual. And that's the reason that you incorporate is right. to protect yourself. So it's not him as an individual. It's the corporation that would be at fault for all these debts, which is the only thing that he did that was illegal was not resigning from the board for the water bill. Right. Right. That, that he, he's not personally, right. cause he's not personally accountable for it. Correct. The corporation. Is and that's him. why the clerk never cited him yeah. and, and all of that. Right. So, um, and the corporation has since been dissolved or declared bankrupt varying degrees of depends stories. on who you ask. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Regardless. Um, I don't think I've was, have ever seen anything like that or was prepared for that or like what to do or what our role is in it. Um, Correct. And uh, I mean, sure. We're trustees. We could ask questions at any time. I didn't know which direction to go to ask the questions. And, and that's why I, I, I didn't say anything. Yeah. And the next person that spoke was another former trustee, Don Abernathy, who brought forth um, some of her knowledge about multiple people that uh, trustee Russell owes money to uh, and and brought up the fact that I guess he made people sign NDAs before, yeah, something. I'm just, not sure. Just business practices. I, yeah, I don't so, know that it has any capacity on anything else other than like how he ran his business. Right. Um, so that was our public commentary. Those two individuals. There was some discussion about the five minute time frame and whether people could rebut what was being said. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm just going to put it out there. The I public, hate that rule. Public commentary policy is the stupidest oh, thing. My gosh. That has passed. Um, you know, this whole limited government thing, Ugh. I could go on and on and on about this, but we shouldn't be making rules that make, take people's speech away. And in case you were wondering, the fine for disrupting a village board meeting is in our code. And that fine is $10. Oh. And I have just thought in my mind, wouldn't it be fun to just, disrupt? I have just thought in my mind, if I'm ever in that position, <laughs> I'm just going to leave the $10 on the, on um, the counter table, and be yeah. like, you know what? We'll Peace pay the $10. Out. Yeah, I'd rather pay bulk rate talking than right. just talk for however long you want. Exactly. Um, so. So we started the meeting. So then we actually got into the actual meat of the meeting. <laughs> and um, and then we, we left the meeting shortly after. So the meat of the meeting was yeah. the Committee of the Whole State of the Village meeting is coming up uh, 
on February 13th at 6 p.m. And the mayor's hour-long presentation year after year literally is an hour. And, it, and he fills every hour or and every like minute. To the minute. Yeah, to the to minute. The minute. Um, so there's a lot of good information that comes out of it. I will say that. Um, and then we appointed Linda Miller as our new uh, director of, of finance and, and our treasurer. Yep, and she has been filling in as a interim, uh, since interim. October, yeah, August, for October. for a few months, and and she accepted that that promotion, and we're happy to have her. Um, so then we went into the liquor commission. I'm gonna be so annoyed. Go on, go on. Um, so we recessed into that, and before we even got to who was before us, before we before we had court, Kara held court. <laughs> Kara just ranted. <laughs> Um, so part of it was because we saw the same names for, depending on how you view this, the second or third time. So Jewel and Grams was in front of us again, and we've seen these two particular ones twice, but we've also seen their other location as well, which to me, like, it's all the same. You have the same system. You have the same training. It's all the same. So it made me mad. It really irritated me. And I just am like so frustrated that you guys... They're mil- multi-million dollar corporations and you don't have a way to like put technology around this so you don't do it. I just, oh my God, it was really annoying. So er- so Eric will, you know, create a gif of me ranting about it, but it was really frustrating. <laughs> it was really frustrating. Um, I just don't want to be known as like the place to go where kids buy booze. That's so annoying. It's so trashy. It's and so just like uncalled for. You like, pointed out during the, during your, your my rant. oration, <laughs> my oration. <laughs> that that there's several of us on the board that have small kids and that some of us have larger kids that are in high school. That, yeah, I'd be pissed if my kids were in high school age. right now. Like, yeah. Geez. And that actually came up later when the manager for Jewel was up there and, and talking about this. And I, I told him that, you know, I, I found out from, from his, his testimony, if you will, that it was a minor, minor being somebody under 21 in this circumstance, a yeah. minor that sold alcohol to somebody else under 21. <sighs> And that their cash register technology has an override button, so they don't even have to put in the date of birth or scan an ID or any of this. Why does that exist? And the cashier didn't even look at the ID to begin with. But the fact that they don't have the technology in place to stop people from bypassing it blows my mind. And I explained to him, and I got really like (laughs) I was going to lose it because my son is a minor under 21. He's actually under 18, and he works at Jewel. And he has people come to his lane with, that want to buy alcohol. And I really hope that he's not ever pushing that button. And to know that Jewel is setting him up to fail by giving him that, that opportunity to push a button. And then if he did, he would get ticketed for it and he would get in trouble. And that's you know, what like, I told the guy. I would have to be driving my son to court yeah. because Jewel sets him up for failure. Ugh. Right. It was real frustrating. And so him and I actually had a discussion after the meeting that night, my son and I about the importance of not bypassing that it is the law that all of this happens and right and there's consequences that there is now the flip side graham yes graham has been before us and i wish they would have used the technology that they had in place much faster and that's um, but i like why didn't they i can't explain it Ugh, more but the gentleman at least says that every time he comes he's learning more and more about this process and instituting new policies Never. and technologies okay as I said during the meeting, I hope to not see him for a long, long time. Seriously. Nice guy. Don't so want to see nice. you here. So nice. So yeah. nice. Don't want to see you here. The last one, 
I think was was a explainable totally, and liquor also violation, stood out, like from the other. Yeah, two. absolutely. And it was Momo sushi. No, no, it was not Osaka. Momo. Osaka, thank you. And um, the the server just sort got of, overwhelmed and was busy yeah. and just like that was a whoops. Served However, at the table I will say and, like, why is anyone still accepting vertical IDs? Yeah. Oh my god. I know. I know. I'm too pregnant to like have my blood pressure rise this much and get this heated. So yeah, no having no having babies in in the basement, please. Thank you. Um, so th- so that was it. We we find them and uh, sent them on their way. But then but then but then we had a discussion about raising the fines. And Finally, this, is, this has been something that we've been talking about um, for quite some time. You and I just being annoyed by it. And, and we've also been annoying the village administrator and the mayor to kind of see where this goes. And you know, the speed of government is slow. We don't make fast decisions about much of anything. We could have on this one, (laughs) but we didn't. Uh, and we finally, I think the board got beaten down enough that, um, there were certain members on the board that didn't want to raise it because it would hurt business, man. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna put my kid before your business. I'm sorry. Yeah. Every day of the week. The the kids of Mundelein. Yeah. Like. yeah. So um we're doubling our fines for the first and second offense. And I t- and I really hope that when our attorney negotiates these plea deals, he really takes into mind what we you and I both commented about treating one treating like separate locations but the same business as one. I really yeah, hope Yeah, the, the I really board seemed that. to have consensus of that. That I really hope you that know, that's sure done. the the grams out there that have different LLCs or different um, corporations to to mitigate their risk as as a, as a business. Right. I understand it. I get it. But if you're operating as Gram and the community knows you as Gram and you have three legal entities that are doing right. business as Gram, we're going to treat you as I really one. hope that that's done. Same with Jewel and same with McDonald's that doesn't sell alcohol. And that's the only other ones top of my head that I can think of that have multiples in the village. But we don't yeah. know what the future holds. Exactly. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. All right. And moving rant. on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so we went into the trustee reports, uh, and this is where the the meeting sped up yes. a lot faster. You know, we we can less ranting. Some of the stuff when we sit down and we know the packet before the meeting, and you we, can ask questions and you can yeah. you know yeah. So things like um, a preliminary and final plot of subdivision. Some of this we we can just breeze right through. So station two fifty came to us for a. Preliminary that, and final plat. That is apartments in Plaza Circle. Yep. Yeah, right next to Village Hall. Something that we'd already talked to them about, discussed. We knew this was coming. Moved yes. right through. Towns of Oak Creek. This is the final or- ordinance for a special service area number five. There is so much five. work that needs to be done to get an SSA done. Yeah. Lord. So I think this was our fifth or sixth time having an item of this topic come in front of us. And an SSA is just a special tax that's A special assessed, service area. Assessed. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. SSA is that. It's if the HOA were to ever become, become defunct, there's funds sitting there to... That the village can activate the SSA right. to recoup funds to For maintain the areas that, that the HOA would normally maintain. Yep. Um, so that's that's done now for, for Towns of Oak Creek. Uh, Morris Station Redevelopment Agreement. So we, we did an amendment there um, for Morris Station. Um 32 South Windsor Place. This was the variation we talked about last time. Yes. For their absolutely gorgeous facility in the back of their house that right. they bought. Um, they now have that um, ordinance granting the variation. Under Public Works was GIS con- Consortium uh, membership. 
which is crazy expensive, but very, very, very useful, useful technology. Use time, yeah. yeah. And, and not just the public work side of it. It's also the planning side, the administration yeah. side. There's so much that goes into the different layers that, that, that technology just builds upon a map kind of blows my mind. Watershed development ordinance uh, and community recertification. All right. You ready? Where are you going? So this is the, the short version of this is there's the, the Lake County water stormwater management um, commission. Right. And you either have to go in front of them or you get certified as your community that can handle it yourself. Got it. We are now that community recertified to do it ourselves. Saves a process from having to go to the county. Great for development. Uh, NYMEC electricity bid. Saving money. Creating efficiencies. That's right. Creating, creating efficiencies. Uh, an intergovernmental agreement for Long Meadow Path snow removal services. Creating efficiencies. Creating efficiencies. Intergovernments working together. So, saving taxpayers dollars. Thank you, Trustee Wilson. There we go. Yeah. Hey. hey and hey, he hey. loves this stuff. And, and I mean, rightfully we so. all should love it, right? Like yeah, condensing government. Illinois is notorious for lots of branches of lots oh of pieces of government. So if we can work together, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ener energy efficient projects. So these are the LED streetlights. Again, replacing things as they become needed to be replaced, but also, also expanding um, on the program as well. This program has been going on for quite a long time. And yeah, this is something like, the, the last board started. Yeah, we kind of throw money at it as we can. And yeah. they look better. They create better lighting. They're more efficient. They last. The bulbs last longer. It's just a better. You're not having to replace items. They just, yeah. they're in place and they work. Yeah. It's what you want out of your, yes. your infrastructure. Um, finance but committee. it's incredibly expensive to do it all at once. To do it all at once would yeah. be insane. It'd so be that's ridiculous. why we But we're also getting pricing from years ago. Also good. Yeah. Uh, finance committee. So five hundred two thousand three hundred forty six dollars and fifty cents was our um, our magic number, and uh, much lower than normal. Yeah. So there we go. Um, public public safety committee was the mutual aid box alarm system Mabus. So this is the master agreement that we have to keep up to date. So it's basically allowing us to us to respond to other villages when they need us, and vice versa. Yes. So if there's big calls, then we all can agree to yeah, work together. Yeah. So we actually had one just down the street from my house. Uh, yes, you did. And um, there was 22 or 23 firefighters out there with five oh. different fire trucks uh, from different municipalities. This is this is the agreement that makes it possible. For those responses also there was a big fire in Winthrop harbor and they reached out as far as like wakanda going there i saw the, like the wakanda water tanker truck because yeah they didn't have fire hydrants in the or if you remember years ago there was the facility that exploded in rockford and we responded rockford or in waukegan oh true yeah and there was even the city of chicago was responding to that yeah so it's it's these kind of alarm box alarm systems that that create that agreement in place that when you need help Help shows up but it's agreements like this where you guys work together where you don't need every does not every village has a ladder truck and not everyone maybe needs it so. i want to talk about ladder so. trucks you want to talk about ladder trucks nope come on nope <laughs> i'm still bitter about that so mending traffic regulations <gasps> on prairie and orchard we can just skip right over no <laughs> okay everybody just lost their hearing and their <laughs> my <earbuds>. god <laughs> um this is a stop sign at prairie and orchard which is near washington school Mm -hmm. um, the goal of this is to hopefully ease some traffic issues that are going on there in the mornings, people cutting in the pickup line, just like kind of creating a dangerous situation. Um, this is an attempt. You know, I was all over John Monahan about trying to figure out what to do over there and all over Eric Gunther about this when he was police chief. So this has been going on for a long time. Um, it's a tough area. Oh, 
uh, for like two hours a day. Well, even less two 30 minute time blocks. Yes. Every day. And it's just it's hard and it's a nightmare because the school isn't constructed that there's no like roundabout street that goes around it or anything that kids aren't taking the bus as much. We know that to be true. Parents are stressed because Washington and Mechanics Grove have crazy drop off times. It's a nightmare. So hopefully this helps. If not, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. That's it. So. Uh, And then the blood drive's coming up on the 18th of next month. And Coffee with a Cop is soon. Yep. And some numbers that I wrote down um, while you look that up. Some numbers I wrote down about the the old number one uh, fire truck. So this last year, the the commission? Committee. 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 Thank you. Um, Attended 23 events. They're estimating 20,000 impressions of the fire truck, which is 98 years old. Uh, the engine is 98 years old, and this last year had no breakdowns while out and That's about so cool. in the town, I which is it. amazing. And it's like fun to see. It, yeah, I love old fire trucks. Coffee with a cop is February 17th at the Starbucks on 83. Awesome. So, so nothing under building committee or transportation infrastructure. No other reports under the omnibus vote item. Um, we we issued some some checks, some payments under the the big program. And um, we'd already talked about those components for industry and Bill's Pizza and Pub. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was it. That was it. There was no no reports from anybody else. And we went into executive session. Um, for land acquisition and personnel. And minutes. And minutes. Yep. Always minutes. Always minutes. Always and that was it. That was it. Yeah, it was a long, long night long only night. because of the liquor control meeting. Everything else kind of breezed right through. And my ranting. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. No, it was. It's a worthy topic that requires that attention. Annoying. So we'll be back in the, on the thirteenth, uh, right after the thirteenth, to discuss the state of the village. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Unless something comes up sooner, you know. Oh, stop it. Maybe we'll be here. All right, that's it. So we got. All right. Have a good weekend. All right, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.